You're listening to Wired with Resi, an electrician's guide to everything electrical. I'm your host, Ashley Ramirez. And I'm Arthur Hernandez, your co-host. We'll be getting insights from builders, employees, and industry experts in the construction world. We also want to hear from you, so drop us a line at Wired with Resi on IG. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Wired with Resi. Today, we are here with Christina Wilson. As International Women's Day approaches, which is on March 8th, did you know that, Arthur? I did know that. We wanted to speak with Christina, who is a project manager here at IES Residential. So I know we were chatting a little bit earlier. Arthur was kind of asking her who she was, and he didn't really know. So, <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen Christina. Um, I've actually texted her uh, to get some information from her. Uh, but I, I, see, I didn't know a whole lot about you. I, I think I knew that you worked at Eaton before you came here. Yeah. And uh, that is about all that I know. So I guess uh, maybe what is Eaton? Can we start there? Yeah. So it's actually they, why can I not say what they are? I'm trying to think. (laughs) You know what? It's tripping me from the Spanish uh, podcast that we did. And I kept thinking, producen el... And I'm just, I cannot get it out of my head. And I'm trying to think of it. We so sell they, electrical, electrical products. There you go. There but you go. they sell electrical products, but they're a, oh, they, yeah. the, so the, they're actually a global electrical manufacturer. That mm-hmm. is the exact, you know, the, so Eaton is an electrical manufacturer and they are, they do global uh, business. And so I actually did and sold the products uh, internationally in Latin America and um, traveled uh, globally with them. I was the international manager for their sales products there. Mm-hmm. How was that experience? It, honestly, I enjoyed it a lot. The traveling got old after a little bit. Um, I don't think that, you know, especially with kids and everything, it's hard to um, try to find a balance with that. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I love doing the part of the sales. I think uh, sales has just always been part of my culture as well. So customer service uh, and sales, I, I love doing that. Um, getting to meet new people and going to new places, that was awesome. Um, so I think in regards to that part of the role was really good. Uh, one thing that I will always brag about, IES Residential, uh, and, and I hate to compare the two, right, because they're two different um, companies, completely different in, in the sense that, you know, you have a manufacturer that produces all the products, and then we have, you know, we're actually wire the houses. We're behind the walls on, yeah. on all of that. So completely different. But everything I learned at IES Residential within two, three months I had been with Eaton six years, more than six years, and I didn't know how to wire, you know, like wire these products that I sold to people, like, you know, right. millions you would, of dollars. Yeah. I think that you would, you know, kind of mm. learn that first before you actually sell the product. Right. Especially, you, know, you have, you know, here you have a sales manager going, you know, to different places, but then if my, like, if my customer had a question about that, I mean, I had special engineers that would be like, hey, you know, oh, well, we'll, you know, we'll work with you or let's set up a meeting. But it was not a question that we could have answered or I would have said, oh, you know, it's a simple wiring, you know, where you would, mm-hmm. you know, if, if it was a GFCI issue or something that was just maybe not, you know, that's the big difference. So I think 
having this position here helped me close that gap. Yeah. You know, it was just really eye-opening for me that, okay, not only can I sell these now, but I can, like, work it, install it, know exactly how to troubleshoot it. It was really, you know, That's it's awesome. really been a good experience. Yeah, I can second that. I, I, I really appreciate and value the training that we get here at IES Residential. So same thing for me. Like, so I'm a recruiter. Um, I didn't know a whole lot about electrical, but I thought it would probably be a pretty good idea to learn some so that when I'm talking to people, I have some idea what we're talking about. So um, it's been great getting to, to learn the electrical side of the field. It definitely helps out um, with, with your job for sure. Yep, agreed. So you mentioned uh, before we got started with the podcast, what did you do before Eaton? So I actually used to be a flight attendant for Delta. The reason how the the way that I got to Eaton was through Delta Airlines. Um, I used to work for Centerpoint Energy out of uh, college here in Texas. And once I finished school, I wanted to do something different and I wanted to get out of town and just, and, I, and of course I had my degree already. And so my parents were like, you are going to do what? <laughs> you know, and I was like, I want to travel. You know, I just want to go do something different. So I put in a, a bunch of applications just to different airlines. And Delta just happened to be the one that, you know, they, they it, which I thought it was a scam at first. And my parents were petrified because they sent me a ticket and I had it on my email. And it was like, come to Georgia to meet with us this Friday. And I'm like, Okay, sounds like a kidnapping option, you know, yeah. like, I don't know, I don't yeah. know, you know, but you know, you're 22, crazy, I was like, I'm going, you know, so I was like, whatever, so I did, I uh, got there, and I could say it was the most fun that I've had, um, got to travel to so many places, stay at four five-star hotels, yeah. nice. and meet so many people, and of course, I love the language, you know, just like the different languages, um, so I made it a point, I traveled internationally to a lot of these flights, and I just made it a point to visit every continent, um, I didn't get to do Australia, I wasn't, I don't know if I wasn't brave enough, or I just didn't want to do that flight, yeah. like, it was just so long to get there, and I heard, you know, like, a lot of the flight attendants talk, and they were like, yeah, it's you're not missing a whole lot, you know, <laughs> go to the Caribbean or something, be okay. How, so how long is the flight to Australia? It's 16 hours. So, yeah. and that thing okay. is, and you, That's there's, long. now they have, uh, so you can go from New York to like Notre Dame or I think uh, India, you can stop, Mumbai, I think it is. So you can make a pit stop yeah, and then go into Australia or you can go to Los Angeles or West Coast and yeah. then travel through Asia. Either way. Yeah. It's a long flight. <laughs> I, I was like, nah, that's okay. I'm so, good. But I had great experiences, I would say, between, you know, Japan, Russia, China, like countries that you wouldn't normally think yeah. of. Mm-hmm. It just gets you out of your, like, mindset, whatever sure. you you thought things were. And it's like, it's so different. So I, I enjoyed it. It was, like I said, it was probably one of my most adventurous and fun jobs. Um, I did that for, you know, four and a half years before. And then I had my baby. So that kind of changed things around. And sure. I was like, man, I can't travel anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so after, after doing that, then I decided I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and, um, I applied with Eaton, and I kind of got something more settled, and that's how I started working with them, which I ended up traveling anyway, you yeah. know? So it, it was kind of like a good uh, give and take, you know? I got to do something with my degree, which I hadn't done before, and then at the same time, you know, experience the traveling and everything. What did you get your degree in? Uh, business administration, okay. and um, I also have a minor in marketing. Okay. Awesome. Oh, I did not know that. Hey. I love that. Mm-hmm. 
So how did you find out about IES Residential? So it's a, actually a funny story. So um, through the pandemic, um, I actually I wanted to move from Georgia back to Texas. Okay. Um, I was in Georgia for nine and a half years. So I've only been back in Texas for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And um, Eaton offered me a couple of jobs, but it was oil and gas mainly here, um, which makes sense, right? A lot of sure. oil and gas here and everything. And they're more of their electric side of it. It was more, um, they just, Elliott Electric is huge here. Yeah. And they don't really need a representative for Eaton. They go through that third party, which is Elliott Electric. So mm-hmm. um, they, the positions that they offered me just were not, I was going to have to start all over with oil and gas, learning everything, you know, from products and everything else, customers, which I just, it, it didn't feel like the right decision. And I thought, you know what? Eaton, you know, is going to have to wait, so we'll, we'll do something else. And so I did. I just put my foot out the door, and I was like, you know what? Let's just see what happens. And the pandemic hit. Yeah. So, and then I was, like, freaking out. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're never going to be out of a job <laughs> forever, you know? And I have a really good friend of mine. I've known him since high school, and he doesn't work here or anything, but he has a lot of friends that do work here. And he said, you know, I've, I've heard of IES Residential. It's like, let me ask my friend and see if, you know, if, if they're hiring or anything. And so it was funny because I hadn't even met his friend. I didn't know him or anything. I knew my friend. Mm-hmm. And so I never knew anybody that worked here. Okay. They just literally, they told him, they're like, hey, but you'd have to go into, like, the pods and do the – it's like, oh, you don't know my girlfriend. Like, she – she's got this yeah. like she, she'll do it she's yeah. not afraid you know so she was like oh really you're and it's just like oh yeah she sold these products she's like i'm sure if you show her she can you know figure it out or whatnot and so i remember i met with Dwayne. Uh, they interviewed me um and so once i talked to them they were like well, you seem pretty solid. If you, you know, if you really want to do this, go ahead and give it a shot. So yeah, I have, so here I am now. Awesome. So. so I guess, uh, tell us, I'm curious what it was like. So your first week, was it at the pod? Is that when you first started your first week? So we actually, um, they didn't have the pods right away. They, um, they had the field, uh, the, the guys at the field. So um, I think when you come in, um, as a new hire and you, they don't have the pods going, they go ahead and put you out in the field. And um, I think that was probably, for, for me, not so shocking just because I'm not afraid of the work. But I did see, like, the guys around me that were like, what is this chick doing? And I didn't show up in a dress in hills, okay? I, <laughs> I was, like, dress appropriate and everything. But it was still, I think it's a shock, you know, that I don't think that we have enough uh, presence of women in the field. So having that around, it's not like I could have looked around and said, is there any, is there another chicks here? There, there wasn't, yeah. you know? It was right. just, you know, but... So you were the only female in that class? Only female. However... Those guys were amazing. They never treated me like, oh, she can't handle it or anything. To the contrary, they were just like, 
let her do it. Like, she's got it, you know, or whatever. And if I needed help, they would look, you know, like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll help, you know, whatever. Super helpful. I mean, I could just say all the guys that were in my class are just amazing. My instructors, amazing. Just the the whole environment has just been really great. And, and that's another reason why, I mean, anybody that I talk to personally, like any of my girlfriends, I tell them, I'm like, hey, I know it seems this way, but it's really not. Once yeah. you get into this atmosphere, I'm telling you, they're, they've been so awesome to, you know, work with. And I'm sure not every company is the same, you yeah. know. We just have a really great, you know, way of closing that gap, um, you know, with, with the women equality. So I think it's it's been really awesome. Yeah, because you want to cultivate the women and, you know, build them up and say, hey, you know, yes, this is a male-dominated industry, but, you know, we're here to support you. And, and we can shine in it. Yeah, just as bright. Yeah, yeah you know, women are, are more mature, right? So uh, <laughs> they, uh, they maybe communicate a little bit better than men do. Um, it's funny, you're talking about the training center. So my son has, has gone through the training center as well, and he said the same thing. And he was, you know, he was young. And so it was intimidating for him. But he said all the people at the training center were great. You know, he always felt like he could go and ask questions. Right? Like, that's what you want to be able to do. Yep. You, When you don't understand something, uh, we don't want you just kind of installing it however willy-nilly because yeah. that's how you, people get hurt, right? We want you to be able to ask questions. Yeah. So, you know, he kind of echoed the same thing that, you know, never afraid to ask questions. Everybody was always really willing to help, yeah. um, which I think definitely separates us from other other companies where – it's it's just not like that, you know. There's not yeah. that openness um, to communicate. So, um, so I guess here's a question. So, what would you tell uh, a young lady, maybe in high school, who's thinking about going into the construction field? Why should they go into the construction field? I mean, you know, it's I love a challenge. Uh, I think it's definitely always going to be a challenge. Um, somebody coming in into the construction, you know, just a construction industry. Period. I think it's important for them to understand that there will be a challenge. We, we cannot be blind that there's a challenge. There's definitely a challenge today. There's still inequality in the field. That, that's just, you know, let's, let's not make it less of what it is. Now, there's companies that are doing a better job at, you know, like I said, closing that gap. But, you know, be able to accept that challenge. Embrace it. Make the best of it. And, and work hard towards, you know, that whatever you're working towards, you know, make it your passion and you're going to be successful no matter where you're at, you know, just, just know that it's going to be a challenge. I think that'd be like the best advice that you could give somebody. It's going to be a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading uh, nationally, the women make up less than 10% of the construction industry, 9.1% according to the National Association of Women in Construction. So even though we're breaking barriers in 2022, that's still such a small percentage. Right you know, in the field. Yeah, I know. So like one thing I can appreciate about Dwayne is he understands, you know, what we're good at and what we need to be better at. And so I think that's a really good first step is understanding, hey, we don't have enough women in the field, you know, at least acknowledging that, you know, that's the first step right. of, of correcting that situation. So I know I've just had conversations with Dwayne about different things, but, you know, he, he understands where we're at and where we need to be. And yeah. so I think that's that's great to have that vision and upper management to see. So why don't you explain to us about your role with the company right now? Yep. So right now I'm actually a project manager. I help the educational center uh, initially here in um, Stafford, Texas. Uh, however, we have a bigger project coming up. Um, so in Florida, and there will be, we just 
I say just because it's still recent. Mm-hmm. We acquired um, an HVAC uh, company and also plumbing company. So it'll be part of our future. Uh, right now, my role is putting a lot of that together. There will be a new training center that will have all three. So it'll Amazing. be, yeah, really electric, excited. HVAC, and plumbing. So there will be a lot of work involved. Um, I think right now we just, we're still seeing the big picture. It's going to be a lot that's going to trickle, and it's going to take a lot of man effort, which I'm so excited about, too, because, you know, we're just going to have to hire more people, you know, and get right. more people in there, which is going to be really great. I'm, I'm excited about the project. Um, that's mainly what I'm uh, working with right now. Um, it's been a little slow. We do have, again, challenges, right? They keep throwing stuff <laughs> at us. They keep throwing stuff at us, um, whether it's zoning and, you know, different challenges. But it, it has been really good right now. That's my biggest project. And then, of course, I have other small projects that I'm working with, also the Ed Center here um, and with uh, our president and vice president as well. I just assist them in whatever other projects that they also might trickle down to me. Yeah, I I saw a project that you worked on uh, where you were maybe rapping or singing. Was that did, did I see that? <laughs> Wait, what? I have not heard this. Oh my god, that was not a project, Arthur. Was it even worth mentioning on this? No, no, because I, I want to hear you you rap like uh, like you did in the video. So we were we were asked to submit videos for the Focus Four. Uh, or jingles, maybe for the Focus Four. It and, was a jingle, and so I. Uh, oh, I gotta hear And this. I know that the Ed Center probably wanted to kill me because they were like, <laughs> "Christina, really?" And they're like, "No, we're not doing that." I said, "Come on, guys, you know." And of course, they'll be silly with me, but then when I have to like do a TikTok or submit something, like they're like, "You're not, you're not gonna do, don't do that to us." <laughs> so whenever we were talking about it, um, we had just heard the Resi report, so it came out, and we were just talking about it, and and I said, "Hey." Hey, wouldn't that be with a we teach the focus for. We yeah. should be, you know, we, we, we should be involved because they just called out the divisions. They didn't say, hey, Ed Center, you want to shine. But I was like, we're going to do it, yes. you know? So. so, yeah, so one of the things, so we're construction, uh, our first core value is safety. And so one of the things we talk about in safety is the focus for. So, Ashley, now I want, does Ashley know what the focus for is? Yes. What's the focus for? Okay, put me on the spot. Hold on. It's okay. We can just delete this if we don't. If we if you don't know, we can just delete it later. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Electrocution, caught between. I used to have these memorized. Hold on. It's been it's been a minute. You said electrocution. Last struck two. by. Struck by. I knew it. Stand- that's I, what okay, I'm yeah. Sure. <laughs> struck by. What's the what's the last one? False. False. Yeah. So we we came up. So whenever so we were, we're editing go- that out. No, no, no. Yeah. So uh, we're. I hope we don't edit it out. So we. Um, you know, in the field, I feel like a lot of our guys know the focus for, but we want our whole company to be safety oriented. Right. And so they shot a little video about asking questions about the focus for. And so as a way to bring awareness to the focus for, right. they wanted to do a contest about, uh, can you create a jingle focused on the, on the focus for, and I know that Christina created a jingle and I believe it was a rap. Uh, so I was Oh my God! I'm watching it right now. No, I want to. I want to hear Christina oh, sing. Hear I want. I want to hear oh Christina. Oh my gosh! So it actually, I, I can. And give him a shout. And so we came up. We whenever, and I say we because Jason Scott and I, we were sitting, 
um, at the table. And I said, Jason, come on, help me. Like, you, And I said, I, I just keep thinking, like, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, like, I, that background. And she, he's like, really? And I said, yeah, I bet we could come up with something. And I said, because we all we always would call him internally there at the Ed Center. We call him the Four Horsemen. That's how <laughs> we would remember them, right? And actually, whenever uh, Jason is teaching the class, he'll mention it. He's like, hey, don't forget about those Four Horsemen. They're, like, after you. Every time you're on the field, you know, be your focus for. So we never really talked about it like the focus four we just we called him the four horsemen and we we i was like how can we get that in there how can we get that in there and so he's like okay fine let's let's sit down and me and him we sat down <laughs> and we just started writing down like random stuff and we're like yeah let's talk about it like if they're we're introducing them right so right. that's how we start the jingle we talk about each man how they can hurt you out on the field, right? So the first one, you know, so it was, I thought it was really cool. And, of course, we got the bobbleheads of – Of course. Uh, what, what is this? Uh, so – I love it because we're shaking the table behind it. It was, you know, <laughs> the the video was not professionally made. However, you can tell we had a lot of fun. And I told them, thank you so much. I sent them actually, when the rescue report came out yesterday afternoon, I sent them all on WhatsApp, like, thank you for being silly with me. And, you know, just, um, they've been just such a great group. I, I love everybody at the Ed Center. They've been just awesome. So, yeah. Arthur, you don't get to hear me rap. I'm, I'm <laughs> very disappointed. I wanted to hear you rap. I was so excited. <laughs> yeah but uh but but it was really fun and actually you know you're right so i'd be surprised anybody that goes through the ed center that does not have those drilled into them because we try to make it fun when they're you know learning about them and it is a focus it is something to be serious about as much as we like to you know make it playful and everything it's it's so important it r resonates with you know safety our number one core yeah, you know, it. certain people learn different ways, right? You know, certain people learn by, by reading, certain people learn by writing. But, you know, we do these weird videos, and it's going to help people that maybe don't learn in the traditional sense, which is always great. Um, so I think it's it's a way for, for it to affect and for other people to learn um, in a different way. So I think it's great. They saw yeah. Christina Wilson uh, electrocuted, literally, you know, looking <laughs> electrocuted. Did you see the shirt? It has burnt holes on it. And is my, my hair is like, I made it all messy. <laughs> and I have like black streaks on it. I mean, that it is worked so out. so great. So, I love it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I'll send you the video. Yes, I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like the consensus with the education centers is exactly your story, too. I mean, I feel like I hear from several people that go through the Ed Center you know, what a great experience it was to have George and the instructors, two of which are master electricians, uh, Jimmy and Jason. Um, also, of course, George. But, um, you know, to learn from them and, you know, they are always a big proponent of ask questions. Ask us anything. There's no dumb questions. Yeah. And, you know, that really I feel like, you know, because when you're in a new environment, especially when you're in a school setting and you're you're learning and, you know, sometimes a question pops up in your head and you're like, eh, do I want to ask that? Because, no. you know, maybe I'll learn it later on. Or, no, they really emphasize, hey, ask us all the questions because. And I think they have the right, you know, um, idea and also um, great people. Um, I know you mentioned, you know, Jason, Jimmy, uh, George. Um, Luis Nakera also, he, he's, he's awesome. He is our journeyman. He has yeah, a, he just got a journeyman. journeyman. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. And um, hired him. Thank you very much. Oh, Yay! Awesome. So awesome for that. And and I mean, he was great. I got to see 
like the Spanish portion, right? So we have people that come in from different divisions that might need maybe a little bit more focus in Spanish. And, you know, Luis, he's he's great asset on that part, you know, where he was able to explain to them in, in Spanish and stuff. And how awesome was that for me to walk into? Like I had some of those pods mm-hmm. afterwards and I was like, man, that's, that's really cool to see. So, yeah, I, yeah. you know, again – good assets good people there at the ed center yeah I, I will say about asking questions i really feel like it's all throughout the company um that we, you were able to ask questions i remember when i first started and i had no idea about electrical at all and this was before we had construction uh, school i would go ask Dwayne questions you know how crazy is it that i'm going and asking the president of a huge <laughs> company what does a service tech do i don't know um but you know if i have accounting questions i, don't, I have no problem going to accounting or you know, with George, I'll, I'll ask George all kinds of, of personal questions, just like my, my house was built in the 50s, so there's a lot of stuff going on. I remember I was having some issues, and I was like, hey, George, what do I do? And he had, you know, no problem helping me out. So just a, a real culture of, of helping um, or helping our fellow employees out, whether it's it's personal or business. It's, it's really wonderful. And I think that's what sets us apart from any other companies out there, definitely, is, is our training, our culture, yeah. um, our core values, you know, we try to instill those, you know, in every every day, you know, what we're doing. So even as the minority, women continue to make a difference in construction and challenge stereotypes to prove their value in integral leadership roles. So, Christina, can you talk a little bit about, you know, stereotypes that you would typically face in this industry and what are women kind of doing to break those barriers and become a leader in, in the industry? Sure. I think um, I think like I mentioned before, it is important to recognize that we still have challenges. There's still, you know, a gap out there. Like you said, stereotypes. Um, one of the things that you know um, y- y- you might run into because this is just again we, we we talked about percentages right on the field. The men comparative, like the women right now, the ratio is pretty skewed. So. Um, I think you go out there and you're going to have that personality that, you know, might think you're not able to do the job, whether they think you're not strong enough or you're not smart enough or, I mean, in, and I, I've seen it, you know, it's not, uh, like I said, this is not the same, in, not my first rodeo, so um, th- those personalities are out there. You're going to run into them. It is... Uh, I, I've always said that it's uh, it's your reaction, you know, that yeah. makes a big difference. Um, because I could sit there either, um, you know, pout or take it offensive or maybe personal. But instead, it's like I've always been wanted to show you what, what I can bring to the table. So I think like day after day when you show up and you keep doing what you're doing, that personality eventually fades. They have nothing, you know, you, you're, you're there, you're doing what you're doing, you know, you're carrying the same bucket of tools they are, you're going up and down that ladder, you're, you know, everything else that you're doing, you didn't even have to speak or say anything. I think your reaction to that type of, you know, personality will make a big difference. So I think, you know, whether there's going to be challenges or not, yeah, you know, you're going to have those personalities. Unfortunately, we are in still, we are a minority Mm -hmm. in in the field. So it is how you react um, that is going to make a big difference. And how happy are you going to be in life? I'm happy. I decide to be happy every day. I walk in there and I'm like, you know what? 
you know, yeah. So I'm, you know, probably the only female in the team, but I bring just the same, you know, mentally and physically, you know, and as long as you're able to show that your teammates start to recognize that you don't have to say anything. You just, you know, it really is just something that you come and, you know, you, you take care of. So those, those are still going, the stereotype is going to be there, you know, have you been in an experience to where, or a situation to where you felt that, you know, somebody was making you feel like that you're not up to par with what, what they're doing? So, yes, we have, um, you know, it, it was never with my own team. However, we work with a lot of subcontractors. Um, mm-hmm. So you walk into a house and sometimes you might have like the HVAC people, um, the AC or anything being put in like last minute or maybe the, the um, builder has another subcontractors just to come and put in knobs or anything else that they just meet by working. And and you can tell they've got, you know, this macho personality and they mm-hmm. see this girl and and you can tell the way that their 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 energy. I'm all about energy, right? And right. so they just I can feel their bad energy. They're thinking like, what is this? What is she doing? And I've had people approach me and say, you know, do you need help with that, or do you, you know, do, <laughs> of course. Um, can I? one time like we were loading our stuff, our equipment back into the truck, and I literally I had two ladders, and I'm have you know, and they're six footers, you know, they're not, you know, they're they're super light. I mean, where they're not super light, but you know, they're, yeah. I'm yeah. used to carrying them in and out so and and the guy just looked at me and he he was not I think to him in his mind he looked at my partner which is he's standing right there right and he's he's got like the 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 chicken from like you know Popeye's or we're about to get (laughs) and I'm carrying these two ladders and he looked at me and he looked at him like are you not gonna help her with that like you know Mm -hmm. just kind of made it a, a point and then I was like, oh, no, I got it. Thank you so much. And I just kept going. And then when I came back, um, the guy that, that was with me, he's like, what a jerk, right? And I was <laughs> like, I was like, no, I think he just, you know, he's, again, it's a different, uh, you know, it's it's a culture that we're used to, you know, would you not right. open the, the door for, you know, you, yeah. your wife or your, I mean, it's just, it, it's, I think sometimes they don't even mean to do it. Yeah. It's just something like, I see this woman, she's carrying two ladders. Why wouldn't you help her? You know, right. but little do they know I'm like tough, you know, like yeah. I got this, you know, so like I don't need any help, yeah, but, but it's okay. You also have to, you can't be like, uh, you know, aggressive or, again, it's your reaction, right? So me smiling and just walking, no, thanks, it's okay, you know, whatever, and then just rolling with it. I was not bothered by it. However, I'm able to understand and see how we're still being treated out there, you know, like, hey, she shouldn't be carrying these two ladders, like, let me carry, or why are you the one with the bucket of chicken and she's got, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think that, you know, and I could tell you probably like little stories like that, you know, that's happened, but, you know, it's it's your reaction to a lot of those. But I think that is kind of nice. I mean, even though, like, yes, we're we're still doing a man's job, essentially, um, that there are people that are looking out saying, hey, you know, let me help you. Even though, yes, obviously you can handle it. But, yeah. you know, it's those little niceties. 
Yeah, I feel like it's right. You got to have the right attitude, right? Like you said. So it's how you it's how you respond. You know, you have a little bit of understanding that maybe they're not trying to be sexist pigs. Um, at the same time, maybe they don't know that you're you're a big girl and you can handle it all yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. until they, I mean, and again, they're not your 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 close team. Yeah, they're not there. You know, you have to understand you are in a field full of other you know scenarios, other men, and they're just they have different views on what's happening. So you know, on the idea of you know, maybe she shouldn't be here. You know, I think like one of the the biggest things I remember one of the builders that came in and I was wiring a, a, a an actual panel board. It was my first my first yeah. panel board and I'm being inspected, you know. So I again, I have, you know, my lead on my side and I, as I'm wiring everything and the builder came in and he's like, she she's doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it's like, I just remember, like, the way he pointed and kind of looked at it. He's like, and um, Shad, actually, he's, um, I don't know if you guys know Shad. So he was the one supervising me. And he's a funny guy, you know. So he was like, I, don't worry. She's going to break it. I'll fix it here in a little <laughs> bit, you know. So, of course, can you take those jokes? Are you right. able to, like, you know what I mean? That's that's part of it. I think yeah, that's just sure. really part of it. For sure. So, Christina, tell us your goals for your future with IES. Where do you see yourself in five to ten years with the company? You know, I um, I love the electric part of it. Honestly, um, I want to continue and get my journeyman's license and eventually a master's license. And um, I love that part. I think yeah. um, I've always wanted to do engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I didn't master in engineering, obviously. Um, <laughs> I did business administration, but I've always loved that part. I love the mechanics of things. So um, there's like an electric, you know, engineer and then a mechanical engineer. So mm-hmm. I always kind of struggled in between those two. I, I, I love um, both both parts of it. I have uncles, both uncles, you know, that they electrical engineers and mechanical engineers. And I love everything that they do. Um, since I was young, I was always involved in like cars, vehicles, uh, you know, tweaking things and uh, breaking things, breaking a lot of things too. Um, but learning how to put together. And so I think um, this has given me an opportunity to put that part together. Um, I'm working on a couple of projects, also my own house, which I just love oh, that I'm nice. able to um, I think work that's on the that. best part too, is yes. knowing how to do that. And so, and I still have so many contacts on like the Eaton product side. So they'll send me like little things and I'll be installing. Like I just installed the motion sensors on my closet. Okay. Oh, nice. That was really cool, you know. And so my daughter, she'll walk in and she's like, I don't know, mom, is this like a cool thing? Or like, I don't know if I like this. Walking <laughs> in the, the pantry and then the lights coming on and she's looking for her snacks and then it comes off, you know? So yeah. she's like <laughs> trying to wave at the sensor. So, um, you know, yeah. I... Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, I, I definitely, a park of working with Eaton, so I know they gave me, I wanted a whole home surge protector, and so they gave me a whole home surge protector, so that was really nice. The benefit of, of, of working with Eaton, I guess. Of working with Eaton. Yeah. yeah, so that's, I mean, like I said, that's really awesome. I think looking at goals here, I just, uh, I keep looking at that, um, that mechanical part, that engineering part. Knowledge is so huge. I think if you're in a place you know, at your work where you're not learning anything, mm-hmm. that it, it can become a that dark. Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think that's that's a huge part of it. I, I see a lot of growth here. I see a lot of knowledge um, and so many people willing to give it. 
which which it's part of it right because you could be you can come into a place and you see so much knowledge but then you don't have those people that are willing to teach you and pull you the right direction and so that's that's a big part of it I think that um, in that sense I see myself with IES um, residential for you know a while and I just I, I love all the opportunity and the knowledge that has been brought and that I can see still bright yeah, I think opportunity is, is, is really big for us. And the fact that you mentioned, like, people are willing to give the knowledge, I think that's something else that sets us apart because it's not the old, you know, I'm not going to teach you everything because I don't want you to take my job, right. right? Right. I feel like here the mindset is, we'll take my job. Let's see what you can do. Yep. And that, I think, is is really great. Yeah, I've actually heard that from a few division managers. They like it when someone says, you know, I want your job. Right. That's what I want to do. I've, I've heard that from a few different division managers, so I think that they appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's great. What other company do you, you know, really hear that from? Yeah. You know? So I think that's awesome. Well, Christina, we appreciate you um, coming out and speaking to us. Um, Thank loved, you for having me. Loved hearing your story. Um, little side note, I'm really sad that... I know he hasn't told a lot of people yet, but Arthur is going to be leaving us. No! I know. I know. Um, my heart sank a little bit when he told me yesterday. You know, we wish him the best of luck in his new adventure. Um, still staying in the industry of recruiting. He's going to do great things. He did really great things with this company. You know, he took our recruiting department to where it is today, and uh, he will definitely be missed yeah, I'm, I'm really sad. I will say it's, it's, I had a, a great conversation with Jim. I, we're talking about opportunity. And he said, I, you know, I told him it was an opportunity that I felt like I couldn't miss. And he said, well, you know what? One of our core values is opportunity. And so if you feel like you've got to take this opportunity for your family, then I'm really happy for you. And it was uh, a really um, tough decision for me. You know, my wife works here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very ingrained with IES residential. Um, so it was a really uh, challenging position for me. Um, but I will say when I had a conversation with Jim and he said, you know what, it's opportunity is one of our core values. So, you know what, you go do it. I felt, I felt much better about it. So we'll see. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people leave IES and they come back later. So the grass so, isn't always greener. I, I was one of the things I said, you know, sometimes you got to go see if the grass is greener on the other side or not. That's true. Um, That's true. and so, you know, um, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, uh, really excited. Well, I'm I nervous. wish you the best. Thank I wish you, you the so best much. in all your future endeavors, for sure. So, yes. uh, so Ashley needs to find a new co-host. Maybe Christina can can do it. it can I know. It. I the know. The Women in Construction <laughs> podcast. I know. Literally, when she was talking, I'm like, man, Christina would be such a great co-host for this podcast. Oh, so yay. that was already going through my head already. Oh, well, That's funny that mind. you brought that up. But we will definitely miss you, Arthur. And you're always welcome back on the podcast anytime. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you for you. your time.